We're ready, right? Yeah, we're ready. I think I think so. Hi, Twin Flame. Welcome back to All Things Twin Flames podcast. We have a very interesting message or important message rather for you. Uh, this is something that has been on our hearts for a while. And so now is a time that we want to unpack it and explore it. We get a lot of DMs from people who say, look, I'm manifesting my twin flame and it's not happening. I'm reaching out or I'm doing these visualization techniques. I'm doing the meditations. I'm working on myself. I'm loving myself for my twin flame. Why aren't they here? Right. And before doing this podcast, I pulled a card and I got the 10 of swords and what this card is alluding to is there's a lot of pain in the Divine Feminine Collective. And it seems like the worst thing that could ever happen, happened, right? Little Murphy's Law for you, right? Like whatever could happen that or whatever could go wrong will go wrong, right? You didn't think you could get blocked, but some, some person is blocked. You didn't think that your person would be so mean and choose someone else right away, but they were mean to you and they chose someone else. Right? This all happened so that we can have this ego death, so we can transform and focus on our healing, and we can focus on just accepting ourselves and getting touch in touch with our soul. But I want to get back to the premise of what I was saying before, leaving the Ten of Swords alone. Right, As you go through this transformation, as you think about spirituality and manifestation, you cannot be doing this work for someone else. You cannot breathe for anyone else. When you meditate, you breathe for yourself. No one can breathe for you. Meaning you have to be taking the journey on for the sake of taking on the journey. If your eyes are focused on a certain destination that is outside of yourself, you're simply pushing self-love away. If you're pushing self-love away, guess what? Your twin flame is you, so you push your twin away. And the message that Diana and I have for you tonight is... You cannot love your twin flame more than you love yourself. So, Diana, what does that mean? And why now do you feel energetically that this message is so important? Um, now, the reason that this message came out is because a lot of people have been doing this journey for a while, right? Or recently started it, but a big thing that has been played and heard by most people is um, self-love and self-care. Like that's a huge like, word that's being pu pushed around, a huge topic that's being taught and shown. And like a lot of empowerment movements along like self-love and self-care. And even, you know, businesses and companies and corporations are bringing in um, speakers and people to do workshops on how to do self-care, right? How to do... Um, how to take care of yourself, how to de-stress and all of that. And so there's a lot of emphasis on taking care of yourself and paying attention to yourself and having and loving yourself, you know. And that's a message we always have for twin flames that reach out. Like, what do I need to do? And, you know, we tell them time and time again, like the purpose of this twin flame journey is to help you come into alignment with yourself, to help you love yourself. And if you do things out of a place for love for yourself and um, in particular, unconditional love, this is when you attract your twin, like you magnetize them. And normally, most people respond with, but I do love myself and I have done the work. And whenever you come from that point, that's already, if you heard me say this and you're saying, but I do that already, that's your first red flag. See, there's something that uh, 
Jay Shetty had said this and I thought it was such a beautiful um, way to live his life. And it's, he never says, I know. Even if he knows something or he's heard something, if someone's telling him a story or a lesson that he's already heard or learned, he doesn't say, oh, I know. He just says, okay, because maybe there's something in there that he can learn. And your ego stepping in and saying, like, I know this already is just blocking you from receiving a message. See, how many times do people reread the same book or rewatch the same movie? They don't watch it or read it for the sake of, like, I know this already. You read it and you watch it to find new lessons and to pick up on new themes or, you know, see if there was any faults in that or any mistakes the actors made, you know, like you tune into different things. And so why is it that you can rewatch a movie and rewatch a book, but you have so much resistance to relearning a lesson? Um, and so that's, you know, that's one thing I, I really want you to pay attention to. If you say, I know, or I, I already do this, then you're, you're doing it most likely with the intention of an expectation and an, of, well, an expectation of receiving something. You're trying to turn something that's supposed to empower you and reconnect you to the universe into a transaction where it's like, okay, mm. I do this, now you give me that. And it's very um, demanding and it's it doesn't really show gratitude. And I know I'm being a little harsh, but like my um, my higher self is really pushing me to challenge your ego. And so... If what I'm saying right now is is triggering you, it's because it's it's meant to pull something to the surface you didn't know was there. Okay, um, and that's just that's just your opportunity. And underneath all of that, if you're coming from that perspective of, if I do this, okay, I'm gonna manifest this person. That isn't on the core level. That's not the vibration of love, mm -hmm. because what you're saying is, okay, I want this person in my life because, and I need them in my life. And that's a, that's a big thing. You need them in your life. And the reason you feel like you need them is because they're going to satisfy your needs and wants. And these needs and wants are unresolved things in your childhood that you haven't learned to fulfill within yourself. And so you're looking onto someone who mirrors your pain or someone who uh, seems like a good potential to satisfy your pain. And you're saying, I want them in my life because they're not going to make me feel what I want to avoid. Right. They're going to make me av or avoid what I, want to f what, what, what I don't want to feel, right? And so also when you come from the, that place of I need this person in my life, or I, I want to say this, self-love and self-care. We think it's like face masks. We think it's like lighting a candle. And it is. That's part of it, right? Like this morning I had a beautiful, thank you, by the way, that was incredible. Um, Diana prepared for me like a salt bath and there was a candle and there was hot tea and I just soaked it up for like a good half hour and I got a massage afterwards. So that was definitely lit and amazing. But self-love isn't just about taking care of yourself. Self-love, like Diana said, is more expansive. It's unconditionally loving yourself, right? You love your partner, not because of what they can do for you. You love them because of who they are. In the same way, self-love isn't what you can do for yourself isn't, oh, I can give myself a face mask. Oh, I can give myself a hot bath. Oh, I can give myself a crazy good workout, right? It's no, workout or not, face mask or not, I'm okay with who I am. That's the vibration of love, right? And so we all approach self-love 
a manifestation as a something we do, right? Okay, I did something, therefore I need something, or I, I deserve something, right? When manifestation has nothing about, has nothing to do with doing and everything to do with being, right? Like energetically, are you in a place where you can attract them, right? And you can't do something to change your energy field. You just have to, you have to go into your vibrational body. You have to sit down with yourself and tune into your soul through meditation. So you can't love your twin flame more than you love yourself. But a lot of times we latch onto the person and it's easier to love someone else or think we love someone else. And that's the thing. We think what, we, what we're doing is an act of love, but really it's manipulation. You're manipulating yeah. this person to come into your life to fulfill you because you're not complete. Well, so if they come into your life, you're just going to be manipulating them for their time and energy, and you're not actually going to be unconditionally loving. You're coming from a place of taking and not service. And so that's not love. You don't actually want them. You just don't want to be alone. Yeah. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't feel like manipulation in the moment, but if you ever find yourself saying, oh, I'm going to like take longer to text them back because they take long to text me back that's a form that's manipulation right you're not being authentic and you're trying to make them feel a certain way with your own actions um but something that stood out to me or that came to me when you're talking um that you love your twin because they are who they are right you, you love them for who they are and unconditional love is kind of like that's coming close but really the full step into unconditional love is you love them because they are. You love them simply because they exist. And they don't need any characteristics. They don't need any actions. They don't need, you know, they don't need to do anything to keep your love or to push it away. Likewise, that should be this, the same for yourself. See, if you're defining your self-love as, yes, I love myself because, and I, and I did this. I actually told this to a therapist and she's the one that brought this up to me. Like, okay, that doesn't really say anything. And if you define self-love as, oh, I do face masks and I do manis and pedis and I get massages and I buy myself bottles of wine and chocolate. I buy myself whatever I want. I take myself on a vacation, you know, um, I write myself love letters, whatever, whatever it may be. Like I, I splurge on my hobbies. Like, yes, that's nice and wonderful, but love is not doing mm -hmm. right love is not doing and so if you stop doing any of these things can you still say you love yourself right if you don't do anything for yourself can you still confidently say yeah i still love myself even and in the same manner not doing that can you not do your manifestation techniques and tricks and still believe that you can receive your twin yeah right because doing something is so different than the energetic field and i know mm -hmm. i just messed up your no you're fine i was gonna I was going to pause there. So that's, it's great that you stepped in and said that because, um, next comes this part, right? Everyone, we often, and don't judge yourself for this because Dan was in this place. I was in this place and we were acting out of the sake of being with our twin flames. See my spiritual journey first started because I was trying to escape pain Right. And I wanted to figure out how can I stop hurting this much? How can I stop hating my life this much? Like, what can alleviate this? And this is how I started my spiritual journey. It was 
purely desperate and selfish and just, you know, it was an escape. And then I met my twin and all of a sudden my shift went from, I mean, I don't think it shifted that much. I was still trying to escape pain by seeking this person. But now my goal wasn't to heal and to be ascended and to be a spiritual master. No, my my goal was to be with this person. And so if being with this person meant I need to do more self-development, then I was going to do more self-development. If being with this person meant that I needed to tap into psychic abilities or to connect with the and be a light worker, okay, I was going to do that work. But I was doing it very selfishly and for the like full purpose of being with that person see I was loving myself so they could love them so they could love me rather than just loving myself for the sake Mm. of loving myself and that's what a lot of twin flames are doing that's what a lot of people that reach out to us are doing they are doing all of this work for the sake of their twin rather than for the sake of themselves and this is why we say love yourself more than you love your twin right now in this moment most likely everything you're doing is for the sake of winning them back rather than just doing it for the sake of yourself. Yeah. I think a really important question to ask yourself because we establish the vibration of love is so different than the one of desire. And so if you're operating on the lower vibration of desire, you're not resonating with love, therefore not attracting it, right? And you think the more you want it, the more you'll do, therefore the more you'll have love. Well, you're not tuned into that frequency. So I think a big question a lot of twin flames need to ask themselves is what do I want from this person? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what is it yeah. that I'm seeking? Not even from this person, but from life in general. Yeah. And we, our, our relationship with our twin is a reflection of our relationship with the world. So it's like, what, what am I missing in life? And I think a lot of, I'm going to say this right now, a lot of people make the mistake of thinking they want love. You don't want love. Like, you don't want unconditional love. Not right now you don't. Right? You're not in a you're not in a place where you want that. If I'm being real, you don't want unconditional love. You want somebody to show up. You want like a physical person. Because you are loved unconditionally. Yeah. You're just not able to see it because you're looking for it to show up with a person at your doorstep. Mm-hmm. Rather than accepting that you are unconditionally loved right now. See if somebody if you weren't loved by the universe, you wouldn't be challenged the way you are. You wouldn't be so specifically challenged to the point where you can, where it's painful or where it's challenging, but where you can still handle it, right? Like think of how precise and exact it is. Like that takes so much attention to detail for something to just push you just enough or you don't break. And we get so caught up in all the things we don't have that we miss out on all the blessings that we have, right? We get so caught up in calling things good and bad for the sake of trying to avoid the bad that we overlook the fact that the challenges and the what we labeled as bad is actually like our biggest stepping, like our biggest stepping stone to a, a better life for ourselves. Yeah, I think... With everything that we say we're not grateful for and we don't want in our life, like separation or having our twin flame choose someone else or having our twin flame run away or losing a job or losing a friend, 
in the same breath and same sentence, you can say and give and offer a reason for why you're grateful for that very thing you said you don't want in your life. Mm -hmm. You said you don't want your twin flame in your life, but at the same time, you could say, hey, you know what? They're not here, but I'm grateful I have this time and space to explore who I really am. Yeah. And all of this seems really painful. All of this seems like a lot of hard work. A lot of this seems harsh, but this is the most beautiful setup ever. Because what you have right now is an opportunity to love yourself. And that's the reason you met your twin. So you can come in contact with the beauty and the depth and the magic of who you really are. Your twin flame led you to the doorstep of you. Now it's your job to go within yourself to enter that void and explore the depths and the potential and the universe that lives and resides within you. Yeah. And so don't think of this journey as, oh, you know, they're never here. This is so painful. Oh, there's so much work to do. <laughs> no, <laughs> they led you to yourself. Like, I, I want you to think about that. They led you to who you really are. And like, what more could you ask for someone? Like, they gave you enough by showing you, you. And I, I this is probably not resonating with a lot of people. Yeah. But if you, yet, but if you really just come in contact with the inner science within you, or you have a reflection of your amazing and incredible and invaluable worth, you'll see, wow, I am so grateful for this time where I can really just focus on the beauty that is me, the magic that is me, Right? And so this, it's, it's difficult though. It is. Because the twin flame dynamic is, is a childhood fairy tale, right? Like, you know, I pulled another card for, for the collective is the six of cups in reverse. This is a card of a little boy handing a girl flowers, right? There's a lot of nostalgia here. There's a lot of just childhood romance. There's a lot of like rom-com energies here, right? Where you're just like, wow, you're really swept up by this connection, Right? And so then it leaves you and you're really flustered and you think like, okay, if I, if I have them in my life, everything will, be, everything will be settled, right? But this is the initiation of the journey. Yeah. So and what is the journey? Don't get caught up with like what you said, if I have them in my life. Just remember like I had them in my life. And that, like you don't want to overlook the importance of that, Okay. That's now. a powerful paradigm shift I haven't heard ever, right? But I remember, like, in middle school, we would be like, I'm, I'm, I'm sad summer is over, but you know what? I'm not sad it's over. I'm grateful it happened. You know, like, people, like, post it as their status on AIM. It was like, summer's over. I'm not sad. I'm just grateful it happened. I just read it and be like, wow, that's, that's woke. <laughs> but it's, it's true. We get, we get caught up in the fact that, it left, but really it left to start like that next phase. And so rem like, think of this, how fast your twin flame moved in and out of your life is how fast you can be moving in your own phases of your spiritual journey. Oh man, that is a message. All right. And so if you are feeling stuck, if you keep feeling like you're in the same cycle, repeating over and over, or you're just doing the same thing over and over and nothing's happening, it's because you're not waiting on your twin. You're waiting on yourself. You keep, re you keep repeating the same cycles in that stage and you're refusing to move into the next stage of your ascension. You're not waiting on your twin. So 
I really want you to think about that. What is it that you're doing or clinging onto that's preventing you from stepping into this next phase? Because if I tell you you're the one preventing your twin flame from coming towards you, you're just you're gonna search high and low to figure out what is it that I'm doing, right? And I'm gonna tell you right now, the thing that you're doing is you're doing everything for them rather than for yourself. And, you know, you're getting, the thing is you're getting a taste for it. You can't really dip your toe into spirituality and dip your toe into, you know, these practices of self-love and and self-respect and all these things and not end up doing it for yourself. For some, it takes a little longer than that than others for me it took a while took me about a year into my spiritual journey to have that shift of stopping all the things everything I was doing was for my twin right took me about a year to finally shift into wow this feels really good I don't care if he comes back I'm gonna keep doing this for myself and you're gonna have that shift too one message that I'm getting and popped up right now is you know we asked or I told you to ask yourself what do you want from your person now's the time and and what do you want from life but like actually think about what you want from life because this will dictate how you approach or even if you want to approach a twin flame relationship and this is a very specific message for a very particular person but just because they're your twin flame doesn't mean you have to end up in a physical relationship union is not a relationship this is the biggest hang-up that we have we have condensed and diluted and put the ocean in a box We have said, okay, this twin flame 5D union, let's fit it into the mold of our construct of what we think a relationship is in Western society. Like, think about that. Like, the twin flame union is so much more expansive and beautiful and challenging and growth-oriented. And we put it into the confines of a marriage or a boyfriend-girlfriend or boyfriend-boyfriend-girlfriend-girlfriend relationship, right? It's way more than that. Yeah. And I mean, I want to say like the majority of us have been in some sort of relationship, right? Or a lot of twin flames are in marriages. And if you just think about the restrictions, like think about the shifts in your connections when you shifted from friends to dating or from dating to like boyfriend, girlfriend to fiance or to, you know, spouses. Like you, you do, you put a lot of walls up a lot of um boundaries a lot of restrictions on that connection and so is love really restricting that energy Mm -hmm. and the reason i bring this up is because you know you have to ask the the hard question of do i actually really like i okay you want your twin flame in your life but in what way like think about your growth think about your journey is your twin flame and be honest with yourself is your twin flame the best match for you relationship-wise? When, when we're talking about a compatible romantic partner, one that you see every day and that you lay down next to and that you share a house with, is your twin flame the best option for you? Because your twin flame and those who have chose a more ascendant path, those who have chosen to live a life of spiritual growth and service, We'll see that, hey, my twin flame isn't on the same journey. And that doesn't mean we can't be together. But that might mean that someone else might be the better fit for me relationship-wise. Or for them. Or even for them, right? So that's a very specific message. And so there's someone, you know, don't, don't, I, this is a time of not denying or covering up the truth. 
right? This is a time of exploring and discovering our intentions, right? Just pull the two of swords in reverse. The reason sometimes we feel stuck in a situation is because we haven't asked ourselves, what do I even want from this, right? And so instead of resisting and denying and pushing away the hard questions, I think it's time to really dive deep and ask ourselves, what does my twin flame in my life relationship-wise really look like? Are we compatible? Is there a soulmate, a high-level soulmate? Because if you do attract a soulmate, they are going to be high vibrational. They are going to be spiritual. They're not going to be your opposite like the twin flame. They are going to be matched on your spiritual vibration. They're going to be as conscious as you because your twin flame makes up the emotional body and uh, they go through the subconscious awakening. So they don't know the things that you know. So would you rather, if you're a twin flame expert and a spiritual advisor or uh, in the making of one, right? Ask yourself, like, would I be better off with someone who was on that same path as me towards spiritual growth and evolution? And, you know, that's why Diane and I chose each other. We choose each other to this point because because of that, because we're both in the, in the line of service and growth. And we know that our twin flames are... They're, they're on a different path, right? So again, if you are in this union, you feel stuck, I think it's time to really just bunker down and ask yourself like, well, is this someone who's gonna help me creatively? Is this someone who's gonna support me spiritually? And I'm not saying they have to. I'm just asking you to be mindful and yeah. conscious of why you're choosing someone and why you're wanting someone Right? Because if you just want them and you haven't explored even the reason why, well, it's just your needy child, inner child that just wants to uh, feel fulfillment and satisfaction from the outside because he fails or she fails to give it to herself. Yeah. Or feel complete. I think that's the misconception of the twin flame is we we say like this is, you know, your other. I don't, I don't like saying like this is your other half. Right, because it gives the illusion that you're a half person. Rather, you're you're whole. You're entire. You cannot exist on this physical plane as a half person. All right, as a half soul. No, you're a full soul. You you just you're powerful enough to manifest into two bodies. And so, rather than see, you're looking at your twin as as that as something else, rather than as you, but. Call your twin by your name. Right? Like in your mind, do that. Call your twin by your name. Like you don't want to marry like yourself. You want to marry another person. You don't want to be in a relationship with yourself. You want to be in a relationship with another person, right? And so you're putting, you're not even necessarily um, seeing your twin as yourself. You're seeing them as a different or a, almost a better version of yourself. And so you're seeking to have them like fill fill this space for you or complete this task for you. And there's there's a beauty in the twin flame dynamic like you are both you both get to experience life like if you have two experiences on this earth, two separate ones, like you just get to experience that much more of life. Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. And see, Diane and I both agreed that our twin flame, our divine masculine's role in this life is to simply explore and experience. Yeah. And we don't we don't hold any judgment anymore. Uh, we don't hold any resentment anymore. Um, but now we have understanding like, okay, 
before I used to have wanderlust. I used to want to travel a lot. I used to want to live internationally and just live my life exploring things. I wanted to live part, work full part time so I can live full time. Now I don't really feel that way. I feel like I just want to do podcasts and create content, right? And why? It's because my other soul, my twin flame, is the one doing the experiencing. So it is very conducive for me that she's the one experiencing and exploring and doing all that. And that way, you know, that part, that adventurous side of my soul is fulfilled. Yeah. That party side of my soul is fulfilled. Definitely fulfilled. You turn up, twin. (coughs) Turn up for the both of us. Yeah. So I trust that this helped you. And I know this was a more uh, coarse message, one that uh, was more medicine than candy. But it really gets to the heart of the matter. And we say this from a place of wanting to see you accept the most beautiful person in your world, which is you. No, and, And the most important, you know, and the most valuable person in your world is you. Like whose heartbeat is keeping you alive, right? It's your own. It's so your own. Um, thank you for listening. I do want to say that we, uh, Diane and I, you know, if you want to connect with us, if you want to work with us, the best way to do it is by joining our Facebook group community. Uh, it's a private community. It has about 30 members. We do Meditation Mondays, Tarot Tuesdays, Workshop Wednesdays on Psychic Abilities. Uh, we have one coming up on Crystals. Next week, we have one coming up on... Next week is Shadow Work yeah. or... It's not shadow. No, it's it's star seeds. Next week is star seeds and rainbow children and indigos. Uh, And then we do full moon and new moon meditations as well. So if this sounds like it would be a value to you. you got a whole community of people that know what's going on. And connecting with people who share their insights and breakthroughs. Yeah. Which is huge because seeing someone break silence and come into contact with their twin after years of being blocked in communication it just boosts your faith and it boosts your own belief systems i think more than that like what i really why i i know i wanted to start the group and what i see a lot of people get out of this is your experiences finally serve as you know a guide for somebody else or like just you sharing your experience gives you peace but it also gives others peace like for somebody else to be able to resonate with your story or get advice from your story helps you and them, right? Like this, this can be a really lonely journey and it's, it's nice to have somebody that's not judging you that can hear you out. Yeah. So if you want to connect with us, that is all things twin flames dot love. Uh, the tab that you want to click is the community and there you will find a link and you can explore that. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful night. Bye.